Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode of the reality is as always it's newer and with me today is somebody who's practically a another co-host on this podcast <laughs> it's kendrick of reality and comics too hi kendrick why hello thank you for having me i'm excited to talk ultimate girls trip okay we are gonna talk ultimate girls trip okay okay, okay. unfortunately oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about my other favorite subject too okay. right aren't we Oh my god. Oh god. So okay. Ooh, okay, okay. 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 All right. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Everybody, everybody calm calm down. First okay. of all, calm down in the words okay. of Danielle from your house as of New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We're gonna talk about Ultimate Girl Strip. I also want to touch on the Real Houses of Atlanta trailer that dropped this okay. week. Mm-hmm. I also want to touch on, unfortunately. Real Housewives of New Jersey, because I have been, I don't think it was an active avoidance, but I think that it was a subconscious avoidance on the podcast because I am so fucking tired of talking about, of just this show, Real Houses yeah. of New Jersey right now. Yeah. We're, touch on it a little bit. When we talk about Real Houses of New Jersey, I will set a timer on my phone and we will give it five minutes. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Maybe seven. Seven okay. minutes. That's all they okay. deserve. Yeah. That's all it needs right now. Yes. Um, but before we get into any of that, now there's a show that is airing on Bravo right now called R&B Queens. Is it Bravo or Peacock? It's Bravo. Queens of R&B. Yes. Oh, Queens yes, yes. of R&B. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's on uh, Bravo on Sunday nights. I don't watch it. It's, I guess, an SWB and escape show. It's a, listen, it's a Candy Burris vehicle. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't watch it. It I I never watched it because I didn't watch Candy's other escape show. And so, and I mm. love Candy. I watch pretty much all the other shows she's done. I just uh-huh. didn't watch that one because I felt like, you know, Virgos were completionists. If I don't know the story from the beginning, yes. I can't start in the middle of it. Yes. <laughs> so I haven't been watching it, but oh my gosh. the internet is a buzz because apparently yes. there is so much drama going on in this show Whew. that- it, it's, I feel like it, it's, it's spread from like Bravo to other platforms. There's like, uh, I just, I have no, so I have no idea what's going on. Yes. And I want you, Kendrick, to yes, tell me, me here. Yes. to tell me from the beginning, 
okay. what the fuck is going on here? Because oh it's like God. Candy versus Tamar. Then there's a Tamika versus Tasha. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. There's a there's a a, a a a you know problematic husband involved in all this. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. okay. I am okay. ready. Okay, so well, everybody get cozy. Yes, okay, get please. in your blanket. Hot get cocoa. A co- get a hot cocoa. Because yes. Daddy Kendrick, Granddaddy yes. Kendrick is about to tell us a mm-hmm. story. Okay, okay, sit down. <laughs> so let me tell you, when I invite people on my podcast, you know, I normally ask, what are you watching right now? You know, what are you doing? This is the first time in history. Like, I've been doing this podcast for, what, three years now? Like, almost three years now. This is the first time I've been like, oh, yeah, you're going to come on. Okay, make sure you watch the first four episodes of, R- you know, Queens of R&B. We're going to talk about that because I need everyone's opinions about this show. Let me just break it down. So you don't have to watch the first one. The first one was just them getting ready for, like, this big BT Awards performance. Great okay. show, though, because it gave you a glimpse into, like, the dynamics of the group. Candy and Latasha have never really gotten along, but Latasha has always been the problem. And get you know, <laughs> It's always been the problem. And now this show highlights it incredibly. Like, literally everyone gets along except her. She sucks the air out of all of the rooms. So this show started off, we've got SWV, you know, that's Coco, Lily, and Taj. And then we've got Escape. That's, uh, we have two Tamikas, but one of them we refer to as Tiny. We've got Candy oh, and Tasha. So the four, the, what, how many is that? Seven. Oh, I cannot do math. The seven of them have gotten together and they're like, okay, we want to do this one night only spectacle after they did the versus battle back in 2021, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Go watch it on YouTube. It's everywhere. Great versus battle. So they were like, okay, how can we capitalize off this? Let's do like a a one night only. Then we'll talk about maybe touring for a little bit afterwards. Everyone's kind of in agreement, except of course, Latasha, because why would she be? She's a problem child. So it turns out she has had an entire like solo deal. She does this every time. Every time the group is like about to catapult back off, she's like, uh, I'm going to use y'all for a while. Then I'm going to try to go solo and put out some music that literally no one wants to hear from me. Oh. And she tries to do it every single time because we don't want to sis. just so you know. I want to reiterate that a million times. We don't want it. So <laughs> she's, you know, she's kind of the issue. But Tamika, it's her sister. That's the one. You remember back in the day when they were like, oh, Candy sleeping with Jermaine Dupree and his daddy and all like that. Yes. Yeah. She's the reason why. Like, she used to ride for her sister blindly, blindly. But like now her and Candy are okay. And she's like, I I just, my sister hated you. So like, I would, you know, do anything for her. And like, so we know everything, like all this stuff was a lie now. So it's gotten to the point where the mom wanted to sit the two sisters down together. That was the first episode. They sit down, and this is when she makes that huge accusation that you stole my $30,000, and yeah. What? Wait, okay, yes. I have a question. Okay. I have a question. Can we get a name for the mother? Uh, So, the internet just refers to her as Synthetic Wig, so that's what we'll call her, too. <laughs> synthetic Sister Wig, okay? Because <laughs> she looks like she goes to church, so we're going to call her Sister Wig from now on. So, Sister Wig <laughs> has gotten them together. And this is when you can tell the mother, because uh, Tamika told us before we got there, she was like, I hate doing these kind of things because my mom has always favored my sister over me. You know, mm-hmm. all kids kind of feel that way sometimes, mm-hmm. but no, 
It's definitely the truth. Like when <laughs> Tamika wasn't looking, her mom was just looking over at her. So she's like, she's jealous of you. She's jealous, you know, all this stuff. So weird, like creepy weird. And so she had no problem like talking about any of this and making Tamika look bad. But when Tamika said, you stole my $30,000, the mom wanted the cameras to go down. Don't film in my house. Get out of here. Like all this stuff. So she's doing everything she can to protect Latasha. The internet believes because she got some of that $30,000, but you didn't hear that from me, okay? So we go into like the other episodes. This becomes a whole thing. So like now everyone, because this wasn't just something that came out of uh, like thin air. Tiny's mama like signed a group up for this thing. I forgot what it's called. It's a thing where like you get royalty checks like sent directly to like your bank account. Okay. So some some of all the musicians like use to get their royalty checks. So um, I'm not a musician, so I don't know what the fuck it is. So, <laughs> but so um, they what happens? Oh, so. Tiny's mom, who like, you know, her dad, Tiny's dad was like a musician for his entire life. So like she set him up on it. So she's like, oh my God, I set you guys up on this. It'll be your royalty checks. Every time you have one, it'll just come right to you. And they're like, oh, great. So she signs them up and she tells Tamika about it. She's like, have you done that yet? She's like, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't get a check. She was like, well, you should have. The other girls just got a check for $30,000. She's like, okay, well, I want my $30,000, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, where's my money and all this kind of stuff. Turns out, and this, okay, if y'all are going to commit to watching this show, the online of it all is a whole nother show. And it's not a show where it's like, God, you know, Potomac, the online stuff, it's like, I'm so sick of all of y'all. Please shut the hell yes. up. I don't yes. care. But this show when they drop a YouTube live or you jump on it immediately, you know, girl, what you about to tell me today? I want to know what you're talking about. You have to watch the Instagram lives and the YouTube lives and the tweets and the interviews because it just enhances the show. And what we find out is Tamika said that they sent a check to her sister's address because the label would get them confused sometimes. Mm-hmm. Her husband named Rocky, so we do have a real name for him. Well, apparently his real name is like Edward Bivens or something like that. So he signed the check. He forged her signature, allegedly, allegedly, and got them to cash the check. Like they did all this background stuff and they were forging all this stuff to get that money cashed. Now, the big thing online is he sent her a text message saying that if you don't take all this back, this is about to take a wild turn. So get ready. He tells her, if you don't take all this stuff that you said online back, I'm going to release your sex tape. <gasps> yes, his wife's sister's sex tape. <laughs> he said, I'm going to release this sex tape out to the world. Everyone's going to see you nasty and all this kind of stuff. It is a, it's a mess, Nor. I promise you, it is a mess. And, but let me... The funniest part about all of this, Tamika like, was the one told us all this. That they're trying to extort her for money and do all this kind of stuff. And she says, now, yes, I did have a sex tape. You know, I was young. And I'm going to tell you, I was looking good. So I didn't want to delete it. I wanted to keep that tape. She okay, says, so I gave her. it to my sister for safekeeping. I was like, girl, oh, that was no. your first mistake. That shady ass church going sister. That's your problem right there. You gave it to her ass. And then you got curly wig might have came up with it, too. We don't know what's going on with synthetic wig over there. So it's a lot. So now the show is trying to figure out who's going to headline and all this kind of stuff. But then you got all this stuff surrounding the show about where my money, uh, where's the sex tape. Uh, uh, uh. He said that he had a video of 
Todd Tucker sucking <gasps> wee-wee on camera. Like, it's, it's a mess. It has gotten to be a mess. So this guy is the devil. He reminds me of Wendy Williams' ex-husband. That's oh. what the mind he puts you mm. in. So it's mm. all ridiculous. So if y'all, if y'all are intrigued even by like 1% about Vanderpump Rules, Scandaball, Yes. Get into this show, okay? And watch the, the surrounding drama around it. Oh, I can breathe. Okay. Oh, my Ooh. God. You know what? I'm sold. I'm going to watch <laughs> the shit out of this show. Because I was like, I have nothing to do on Sunday nights except for watch Succession. And I'm like, no, I think I do have something else to do on Sunday nights. Yes. That sounds amazing. Now, what's going on with Candy and Tamar? Okay. So Tamar, you know, Tamar has another show. This is on Peacock. It was called The Queen's Court. So mm-hmm. while her, Evelyn Lozado, and Nivea Look. were all yeah. doing... <laughs> Every time I said the name Evelyn Lozado, someone in the background always just says, uh. <laughs> a collective uh from the she's world. A, she's a worst <laughs> and also secretly amazing television. Yes. It's a terrible battle. It's kind of like Giselle. Like Giselle yes. on camera, like, oh, you're the worst person, but it's also like, please keep going. Yeah, you're just so, so stunning. You're yes. gorgeous. You're funny sometimes, but you're a fucking monster. Yes. yes. Yeah, so I I heard about Queen's Court. That's on Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. Another great binge, too, if y'all haven't watched that. So Queen's, I was, I feel like everyone came in with such, like, their expectations in hell that they had no, like, they didn't think anything of this show. But when we watched, we were like, oh, this shit is kind of good. Like, you know, it's, so it's a great ride. 10 episodes, but each episode, just so y'all know, is a solid hour, okay? So get ready yeah. for this. It ain't like 42 minutes with like commercial, but no, it's a solid hour. So get ready. If you go binge it in a day, wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, okay? Because <laughs> you, you got some time, okay? <laughs> but she was doing promo for that show. And, you know, sometime last year... Tamar, I think Carlos King is like had saw Tamar live singing. You know, Tamar can sing her face off. So he's like, yes. oh my God, Tamar, you're the best. And all the artists, because he always goes up to Tamar. And so she put a comment on her thing saying, like, thank you, friend. You don't need to steal anybody's life story. And you know the whole beef between Carlos and Candy is that she mm-hmm. alleged that he tried to sell escape story to like TP1 yes. or something like that. So yeah. obviously Candy caught wind of it. It reignited the drama between them because they had been good, I think, since Big Brother when they did Celebrity mm-hmm. Big Brother together. Mm-hmm. They finally, you know, hashed it out or whatever. But now, of course, you know, Tamar can't help herself. She's always going to respond to stuff. Uh, Candy has speak on it. She's always going to respond to stuff. Mm-hmm. So they've been going back and forth, back and forth. She alleged that Todd Tucker tried to jump her. She had us thinking that Eve was husband. Michael Sterling tried to jump her because she said Whoa. city official. We were like, who the hell is a city official? So we didn't know what the hell was going on, but she said it with Todd. She said that her, her fiance had to check him, but then we saw a picture of them like nicely talking. It was really weird. We don't know what to believe anymore. It's a mess. It's all a mess. Candy Burris is always in it, and I kind of love that for her, okay? <laughs> love that she's like such a low energy person and then like mm-hmm. secretly there's just so much shit going around around her all the time because all the time candy's surrounded by characters yeah okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Eels. an entire fleet of them yes <laughs> yes exactly oh my god not michael sterling child we, i didn't know what would go i was like not not the lawyer gang banging okay <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. well 
Okay, let's. That's a good segue into Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer. But first of all, thank you. That was amazing. That was that was so good. It's hard to shut me up about this show now. I'm probably like I I talk nonstop about it. So no, it's perfect. And I, you know what? Because I'll be honest with you, the Scandal stuff. It's I'm kind of bored. Like not not bored. I'm just like okay. They did the reunion. We get it. She's out there. She's having sleepovers at their house. Let's just you know what? Yeah, they're all garbage. Okay, they're pieces of shit. Let's get our. Ariana out of that house like let's get her in a new mansion like let's move on okay yes I need Don't some shoot music. your lifetime movie with Megan Good and just be happy. Let's let's get you out of there. Yes, exactly. Make your little sandwich shop. Get out of mm-hmm. there. You know, get your shit and leave. Get your shit. Yes. Get your dogs. <laughs> get your money and get the hell out of there. Okay. Yes. This so is so I, random. Why do I feel like those sandwiches are gonna be way overpriced? Like I don't know what it is, but I feel like those sandwiches are gonna be like twenty dollars, and I'm not gonna be here for it. I always I already have a thing about buying sandwiches outside of my home at <laughs> a like in a setting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I'm, I'm going to support y'all from afar because I don't live over there. No way, but I'm going to support you from afar, but you can pay me to buy one of them high ass sandwiches. Here's my thing about those sandwiches. I need to know, <laughs> are you making the bread? Fresh? Yes. Right. Is, the, is there a bakery in house at something about her? Where right. is the bread coming from? What kind of bread options do we have? Does the bread mm-hmm. get delivered daily? Is there an hour of the day when the sandwiches are no longer available? Because if you're getting bread delivered that morning, I mean, I don't know if I really want to be eating that morning's bread at night because I feel like then right. the freshness is not the same. So I've got a lot of questions about the sandwiches. And also, I don't trust anything that Katie makes because I don't trust her taste. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, the, the taste all around is kind of questionable right now. So I, I'm i not buying, I'm not eating those sandwiches. I'm not buying those sandwiches. Like, I feel like they're going to be making, like, Kroger or Publix runs, like, in the morning to get, like, an a, a aisle full of bread and take it to their restaurant. Because I don't think they're going to have a bakery. This is all bad. Like, if I don't know. Lisa Vanderpump, don't you bring your ass over there and get involved either. You you stay where the hell you at with the Tom Toms, okay? Don't touch yes. this business. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um. So, okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. The trailer yes. dropped. You know what? I always, whenever the trailer drops for Atlanta, the only thing I'm thinking is everybody's so beautiful and I'm just so yes. happy to see them. <laughs> yes. Have you seen the the content that came out today of them like transforming into like from their robes into like the, the, the looks that they had? No, but I already <sighs> have goosebumps thinking about it because it's oh my probably God. so hot. Go watch. Amazing. Amazing. Everything. Um, I am excited about the whole trailer. I'm mostly the most excited about the fact that um, Marlo Hampton is leaning full into her villain era. She's like, I, God. she's like, I'm a villain and I'm bringing a villainous man with me on this show now. <laughs> and he is going to get into fights with other women. And I love that about, uh, about, about a reality TV star. Just like lean into what a piece of shit you are. Um, what was your favorite part of the trailer? Oh my god, I had to. I did a post on Instagram because I pulled a few moments. Can I give you a mm-hmm. couple of moments? To yes, just of course. Eight down. Okay. One, I love how activated Candy Burris was at yes. multiple moments during this trailer at multiple different events. Candy got done filming the Queens of R and B, and she told us she was like, "Look, I was in a different headspace after filming that show. So when I started filming Atlanta." I was pissed the hell off. So, like, I'm sick of all of the asses. So, I it, it showed on camera. And I'm like, clearly it showed because this trailer, you threatening 
to headbutt somebody. I mean, chefs fucking kiss. Like, what are we doing here? I've never thought to headbutt somebody in my life because I'm like, well, that'll cause me pain. But I'm I don't know if I'm here for that. But hey, um, the Martell Holt of it all because you know I'm an avid Love and Marriage Huntsville watcher. He is an absolute trash bag of a human being, but he's great reality TV. So him coupled up with Sheree, I want to see all of that. Plus he gets into it with Kenya. So yes. that's going to be good. Um, obviously, I want to hear about Drew's divorce. I want to hear about Love at the Lockup with Marlo's ass. Yes. <laughs> um, but the thing, I, which is so random, the thing that I love the most about this trailer was Sheree, we know Drew went to Candy and said, uh, what did she say? She said, oh my God, what happened at uh, Blaze, her restaurant? Yes. And they saw with that gun shooting. And Sheree Whitfield said, when you go to OLG, <laughs> first of all, she had the wrong restaurant name, which is bold in itself. <laughs> she said, when you go to OLG, you don't know whether you're going to get biscuits or bullets. I mean, put it on a t-shirt. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if Candy was, you know, Candy is a fantastic businesswoman. She needs to have a bullet or biscuits like T-shirt line immediately. Limited edition. <laughs> Don't sell it to anyone in Atlanta where they can wear it to the restaurant, but like sell it outside of the state of Georgia and I will buy 13, okay? <laughs> or she needs like a new menu item where you just go and you get like green smoothies and biscuits and that's called bullets and biscuits because they make it in like a Nutribullet. Yes. So could yes. be, I mean, Candy, if you're listening, she's not. But if she is, <laughs> I think that that's what she should do. Because I love Candy, that. Candy is the queen of making lemonade out of those lemons, okay? Yes. <laughs> the queen. Yes. I'm here for that. that. Now, that's an idea right there. Yeah. Um, God. Uh, I just... Ugh. And I also just say, love how shady they all are. Because like, could you imagine somebody saying that in Beverly Hills? They'd be like... <gasps> In this day and age with gun violence, how right. can you say something like that? I mean, I would say the same thing, honestly. But I feel like in Atlanta, like <laughs> the rules are off and everybody's just laughing. Uh, I love yes, it. I can't wait to it. see those those girls. All right. Okay, Kendrick, it's time to set a timer to talk about okay. Real Houses of New Jersey extremely, extremely fucking briefly. Okay, Let's I'm going to set it. a timer on my phone. We're going to give it <clears throat> we're going to give it a solid seven minutes. Okay, here okay. we go. We're going to do, uh, all right, let me just make sure my volume is not too loud because I don't want that radar sound blaring in my ear. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so Real Houses of New Jersey, I've been avoiding covering it, but let's just talk about the main storylines that are really happening here. First of okay. all, Kendrick, my question to you is, mm -hmm. do you believe that Margaret has an arsenal and do you give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> One, I do not, absolutely do not give a shit. Two, I do think she has an arsenal simply because I think that she makes it her business to not form genuine friendships with people beforehand. She needs dirt on you because she's assuming that you're going to go on Teresa's side or whatever side, opposite of her. So she's always coming in playing defense, which we give Potomac a lot of shit for that, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like they don't get enough shit for it in New Jersey for always coming in, like, on a defensive, like, being like, okay, I met with your best friend. I met with your mama. I met with your cousin. I know all about you as a baby. You know, you hiccuping yes. on the doctor's table, all of that. So they know all of your business beforehand. And I'm like, girl, who gives a damn? Like, we can, honestly, I was of the mind that we needed, you know, to pick either Teresa or Melissa to move forward on this show. You can get rid of half this cast. 
<clears throat> to be um, honest. I love Jennifer Eden with my love. mind, mind, body, and soul. Yes. So I would never ever get rid of her because no. she is chewing the scenery and she just she is she is acting and yes. I love her for it. Um mm-hmm. and I think that she's being honest and I am really irritated by how much everybody doesn't get her. Like I get that <laughs> she came on the scene and she was really fucking annoying and there's definitely this thing of like she's fully inside of Teresa's asshole all the mm-hmm. time, but uh-huh. I genuinely genuinely think that most of the time Jennifer's not wrong. She's got a case of the Candace. She's not wrong. She's just delivering it wrong. And Mm -hmm. Margaret has admitted to be an instigator. And she has admitted to being like when they're at that like rock climbing thing or whatever that was last season, there's that scene of like Mark of Dolores and Jackie being like, oh, you don't want to piss Margaret off. No, she's a scary one. Like all of your besties have admitted this. So I don't understand what the issue is, Margaret. And I feel like Margaret is going to Jackie said it on camera multiple times. Yes, exactly. Speaking of Jackie, Jackie came in this episode really trying hard. Okay. Girl. She's trying to get her tomato or whatever it is, her tomato or her hip or whatever it is that these girls are holding in the beginning of New Jersey. (laughs) She's trying to get her pizza slice back. Okay. Right. (laughs) And and I just love that she's trying so hard and everybody's just like, shut the fuck up, Jackie. She got told multiple times during this recent episode to shut the fuck up. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of digging this episode, okay? And also, like, you guys all sit around and talk about how Jennifer's the shit talker. Jackie literally is sitting there and being like, Jennifer's really unhappy in her marriage. She and Bill fight all the time. She's really sad. She's not okay, you guys. She's not okay. Uh, Margaret's like, Bill has to be drunk to be around her. I think it's disgusting. I'm like, have you met each other? Like, hello? Okay. It's all weird. The other thing is Pizzagate. First of all, okay, okay, the fact that it's called Pizzagate is hilarious because (laughs) there is another Pizzagate. Okay, there was another Pizzagate a couple years ago where a bunch of QAnon fucking weirdos, tea partiers, thought that there was like a sex ring that the Democrats were doing and it was called Pizzagate. Yes. And it's so fucking hilarious to me. That these doorknobs for brains in New Jersey are like, this is Pizzagate. I'm like, do you? <laughs> like, can we like maybe like, like can we say like Pizzeria Gate or something? Like, can we change this a little? Like, we call it like Pizza Oven Gate. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, no gate, like something. No. Well, no, no, no gate is the pajamas. So pajamas. no. <laughs> I love that we got no clarity there. None. None. Nobody no. asked any questions. He was just like, no. all right, he's wearing my dad's pajamas, I guess. Like, <laughs> um, this, this Pizzagate thing. Mm-hmm. Are you as confused as I am about what the big deal is? You know what? I actually feel like I finally have a little bit of clarity, which is really weird because I feel like I couldn't understand why all of a sudden... Uh, you know, after Melissa and Joe being like, no, we're the most supportive of Louie. We love Louie. Louie's the best to all of a sudden being like, he's brainwashing my sister. And I like that. I'm like, where is this coming yeah. from? But now knowing that there was a business deal that went wrong. Okay, Joe Gorga, that makes sense. That's why you don't like this man. That's why you're truly pissed off about everything that Teresa does. And now it all seems to make sense to me. And it really doesn't, What what confused me is, why Joe would think that he should be majority share owner but not put up any money. Like, one, you've already 
ruined one pizza business, right? Am I misremembering that? Or, or haven't yes. we already seen him open a pizzeria on this show and didn't do what? Besides the point. We've seen yes. you ruin one and now you didn't put up any money. Like, no, we'll give you like 3% and you go to hell on. Like, no, get out of here. Yes. Yeah. I think that there's some, and, and also what was funny to me is like, a lot of the internet was like, oh, Louis lost a quarter of a million dollars over this. And I was like, well, how did he lose the money if he bought the pizza ovens? Right. Can you like not eBay or what? <laughs> if he did, I'm like, how did he lose the money if he bought if he bought the pizza ovens? And then you guys, and then Joe's side is that they were already making pizza boxes that said skinny pizza, which is hilarious. That's a cheater brand, guys. Right. That's a Bethany Frankel. <laughs> Okay, you think Joe Gorga's angry? Wait until fucking Bethany Frankel gets in your face right. about skinny. Okay, God. So Joe's thing was he's mad that they made pizza boxes without Nona's Nono's pizza on it. <laughs> they said mm-hmm. skinny pizza. He called her and he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And then she said, "Well, did you put up the money?" And then he talked, tried to talk to Louis about it, and Louis got all. Uh, combative with him but really what that means to me is like Louis used words that like Joe didn't understand uh-huh. and then I think that both and I, I will say Louis I think is a super problematic guy but he's not wrong when he says Teresa and Joe are the exact same fucking person exact and their arguments same. are exactly the fucking same they uh-huh. don't want to let go of the past and the only credit I will give Teresa is Teresa at least keeps trying to make an effort to talk to Joe Joe has yeah. not tried to talk to Teresa at all. At all. Exactly. So, I mean, the pizza business thing is like whatever, but I think Joe is still mad about, he's mostly just mad about Jennifer Aiden calling him a bitch boy <laughs> and Teresa being like, you are, you are acting like a bitch boy. Exactly. That's- that's, That's what all this is about. Like I, the reason why I always like find myself more so on Louis and Teresa's side is really because like you know I I I I still don't really know because like when the Louis stuff was coming out, I was like, okay, this is all a lot. I'm gonna actively ignore all of this because this is a lot of stuff coming. Out. I was relying on like y'all's pages, like all the other pages <laughs> on Instagram to tell me what was going on. Cause I didn't want, he looked really sunburnt in that video. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I'm not watching this, whatever it is. But like, from what I see on the show, he seems to like genuinely like try to get her to like men stuff. And she seems more receptive to him than she has been to anyone else trying to like bridge this gap between her. and. Jo- but I feel like, you know, Melissa claims she gets so much heat for not doing this and not doing that. But I'm like, well, it seems like you kind of egg it on, too. Like, you both are like, no, we're always the victims here, not Teresa. And so we're never going to, like, come to the middle ground. So it's like, yeah. as a viewer, it's like, well, what are you, you're letting Teresa have the upper hand by constantly letting her come to you. And then you on camera being like, I'm leaving. I'm as tall as this gate right here. I'm going to make a stand and then I'm going to leave and <laughs> back my wife out of the driveway. And it's, it's really weird in Jersey, really weird in Jersey. <laughs> you got driveway drama. It's all strange. Okay. So the very last thing is, does Teresa have to invite Melissa's mother to the wedding? Oh, do not get me started. Okay. (laughs) This is beyond the most ignorant argument that I've seen on TV. Imagine someone telling me I'm paying for this wedding because it's, I get it. If you're like 19, 20 years old, your parents are helping pay for the wedding. 
they're probably going to invite some people they want to find, yeah, sure. whatever. Sure. Put them in the back. Like, yeah, put them on their table over there by the kitchen so they can get hit by the door when they're coming out <laughs> with the food. Like, put them over there. <laughs> if, it, if I'm a grown-ass individual paying for my own wedding, you are not telling me who I need to invite to this wedding. And I yeah. never, for some reason, I guess I was shocked that Teresa and the mom and sisters and stuff like made up at any point because I was still under the impression that they all hated each other because yeah. I remember all this social media stuff. So I I would have never expected, oh my God, Donna Marco. Is that her name? Donna Marco. Donna Marco. Donna Mar- <laughs> great name. Great name, Donna Marco. Incredible name. Perfect. In one of the best names, honestly. Oh. Yes. Oh, there okay, we the, go. The timer has gone off. Okay. Well, okay. We got it. I get it. Perfect iPhone. All right. The timer's gone <laughs> off. We'll give it another one minute. First of all, okay. Donna Marco is a beautiful name. Yes. Okay? Love it. It feels very, you know, like I, I'm the matriarch. Yes. <laughs> you have to kiss Donna Marco's ring when you want something. Yes. <laughs> I think from now on, if I'm ever in a pool, I'm going to play Donna Marco Polo instead of yes. Marco Polo, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. A, Yes. It's very Carmela Soprano. You know, it's just a very like, and then I was like, is Melissa's maiden name Marco? Was she Melissa Marco? Because that's a cool name. (laughs) Much better than Melissa Gorga. Like, are you kidding? Gorga Gorga sounds like a sound you make when you wake up in the morning. Like, Like, no, (laughs) Melissa Marco, MM. Are you kidding me? Envy my MM. Oh my God. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it is the dumbest, most ignorant thing in the world to, for you to expect anybody to be in from your friend circle to be invited to this wedding. Ooh, uh, get over so it. Weird. Yeah, grow get up. Over it. Grow up. Go grow a couple of inches above the gate at that house. <laughs> get over it. Doesn't John Fuda look like Barney from The Simpsons? I ne- I would have oh my god I never would have put that together because I keep thinking he looks like a cartoon character but I could not figure out which one he absolutely does that's the content you need to make on Instagram right now <laughs> uh, oh right. god well I think that's enough let's move on to Real Housewives speaking of sounds that you make when you wake up in the morning R H U G G T yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. We're on episode four of this uh, lovely Looney Tunes journey that we're on here. Yes. Um. Okay. You are a huge Porsche fan. Yes. You know you, this. <laughs> you are a huge Green Eyed Bandits fan. Yes. You know this. Yes. <laughs> you also love candace dillard bassett i do i just i feel like i just love mess yes yes so how are you dealing with watching the dynamics on this trip you know what this is kind of like my bravo super bowl my peacock super bowl as they have to Mm -hmm. remind portia Mm -hmm. this is my peacock super bowl in a way because i'm i i don't mind like my favorite titans fighting because I feel like it gives us a drama that we deserve. Like seeing like Heather and Whitney fight on Salt Lake, it's like, girl, what are y'all? I will say though, a couple of those dinner fights were amazing, but mostly on Heather's part because Heather didn't give a damn what Whitney was talking about. She just wanted to be angry, and I kind of love that. But I'm like seeing Portia back on my TV screen in general 
mm-hmm. just everything that I've wanted. It's the most I've laughed at a housewife show. And I don't know. Atlanta always makes me laugh more than anybody. Yes. So getting uh my favorite Atlanta housewife back and making me laugh this much because, man, her and Giselle are a duo that is just so messy, so funny. So I'm going to move the plot along on this show, mm-hmm. which a lot of people, you know, you can you can wait for like organic conflict and that's what we always want but it's great when you have people that knows what questions to ask to trigger the organic conflict because we've only got a week here people let's let's get this show on the move so i'm glad they know exactly what they're doing i think that on that boat ride i was more so team portia Simply because she was against Leah. (laughs) So I think I couldn't, I couldn't side with Candace on that. So I, I was more so Portia in all of this. And at this table to, you know, the the most recent episode we're talking about that table where Candace brings up the whole Monique of it all. Mm -hmm. I felt a lot of ways about this. Cause one, I think we were all, we all knew that Portia was like staunchly team Monique because they they vacation, they were friends. Like it's what you would expect. Like girl, you maybe wrong opinion, maybe not, whatever, depending on who you are. But you know, we knew that I thought her and Candace had like hashed all this out though. Cause I thought Candace came on chat room at some point. They actually talked about this. So maybe I'm tripping, but I thought they were, and you can't ask Portia because Portia doesn't remember who the hell came on chat room. So she she wouldn't remember that conversation regardless. But Portia doesn't remember much. She doesn't even remember how and when she met Simon. So exactly, <laughs> exactly right. It is a mess, all of it, and I'm I'm having a great time. <laughs> Do you think they deserve an Emmy? Oh my God, yes! Oh, <laughs> give it to them right now. Best, I don't know what category. Best, um. <laughs> best travel documentary unscripted program i don't know <laughs> this should be submitted for a travel documentary yes 110 okay? percent. Okay? absolutely and honestly i would even submit it into the competition category of like yes. you know non-scripted uh competition series or whatever the hell it mm-hmm. is because this is amazing the days of our wives cut was cracking me the fuck Oh uh, my god! I have it cut on my phone, like waiting to post on Instagram. Like, <laughs> I've, I've, I watched it so many. I was such a like a. Uh, I wasn't all my children's person as a child. All my children yeah. are young and the rest is because uh-huh. my mom. That was what my mom loved. So like, mm-hmm. when I see these soap opera, like any kind of soap opera edit, I'm like, oh, die, love, uh, love. <laughs> I was a Days of Our Lives girl, so that made me very, oh, very perfect. Happy. There you go. No, Candace is. <laughs> oh yeah, Brady yes. and Bo and mm-hmm. Billy, oh. <laughs> Stefano, oh, Demera. I could go on. Okay, oh. <laughs> Candace is clearly gearing up this poor, sad white lady, poor Leah, <laughs> poor Leah, to be her little weapon, right? Because Candace is like. Yes. Okay, Leah, I defended you and obviously it didn't work in my favor, but I'm just going to use you and I'm going to tell you all kinds of (laughs) – because she knows, like, if somebody's going to pop off at Giselle, it's probably going to be Leah. So she can, Mm -hmm. like – I feel like Candace is well-intentioned, but also uh, always looking out for herself. So I'm like, yeah, keep keep fueling up this, you know, kind of neurotic white lady. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Keep going. I I love this whole – 
dynamic where Candace, you know, actively defends her. But then she's like, you know what? Plot shift. I, I This isn't working out for me. I need to tell you that she accused my husband of some things because he just told you you were bored. So what are you going to do with that? And of course, Leah, Leah will always take the bait because she is a New York housewife. And if they love nothing else, they love the spotlight and attention. So if she's mm-hmm. like, okay, I can get a couple more minutes on camera. If I go and confront Giselle, she's absolutely going to do that. No question about it. It probably broke her heart that she had to, she left the trip early, didn't she? She I, she did. Yeah, apparently it, it that does. probably it does broke her fucking heart to have to leave this trip early and not get as much camera time as everyone else. Now, Leah, everybody is saying, you know, we've all known this, anybody would sense, but everyone's saying that Leah is fully acting like Ramona on this show down to the fact that mm-hmm. she tells everybody at breakfast that she's got the shits. And I was like, oh, okay. You really are Ramona right now. You, you know what? Runs. Kudos to her for actually telling us and not showing us like Ramona does so often. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for using your words and not your anus. Yes. <laughs> um, Marisol, Lexia, and Leah are just talking at breakfast, and they ask about the Heather Heather about the Whitney situation. And I gotta say, guys, who the fuck cares? God, you know what? It was probably so entertaining to them, like the first time, because it was their first time, like getting it. They hadn't watched the season. But that's one of the things where when you use in-season housewives to, like, do these shows, it's one of the risks you run because now it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we just got beat over the head with uh, Black Eye Gate, with Cousin Gate, all of this. We just got beat over the head with uh, uh, Chris Made Me Feel Uncomfortable Gate, like, all mm-hmm. of this. So now it's like, oh, these shows have wrapped Let's give you seven more weeks of this right now. And it's like, okay, let thank God for Portia and other people like to steer the drama elsewhere because we can't we can't do that for seven more episodes. I yes. can't. It's like <laughs> if they had ended up sticking Adriana in place of Marisol and then we went through the broken foot situation, the accident gate right. all over again. It's Ugh. it's too much. We can't be doing that. It's not you know, it is, I'm like, it's, it is too much, but I'm, I'm also like <laughs> cracking up. I'm cracking up because I like the fact that they all ask, they, I mean, almost, almost like the other women like forget and then they ask and then halfway through somebody else talking about it, like whoever they've asked a question talking about it, whether mm-hmm. it's Whitney or Heather, they all just kind of are like, mm, I'm so bored. Like, I don't <laughs> care about this. Right. <laughs> I love that on that one episode, Giselle like started a whole argument and then later on, she was like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Let's move on. Let's move on. And the producer literally had to tell her, you know, you started that, right? She's like, I did. <laughs> She says, I, this is giving me indigestion. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's table it. I just love that about her. Yeah. So, speaking of Giselle, Giselle and mm. Portia roll into breakfast and Portia says, smells like, says it smells like bologna. I just like, <laughs> Portia just like moving about makes me laugh. Yes. Just her commentary on it, like everyday objects is just hilarious to us. Everything. <laughs> They're going to prep for, she's prepping everybody because it's going to be massage day and game day. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney, we get a cameo from Lisa Barlow. Yes. Whitney calls her and they're talking and I, again, I don't care. But what I liked about this is that Portia in the confessional has basically figured out that Heather is a bad liar. Yes. 
just, and there's something that just like tickles me at this idea that like Heather's here. She really thinks that she's like one because mm-hmm. she's like getting all these girls to be against Whitney. Little does she know in the confessionals over here, all the women are like, you know what? Heather's kind of a loser. Like we don't, really, <laughs> we don't really like her. And I just love that. I love That's that she right. can be, you know, blindsided. Or she always is so dramatic when she talks about being blindsided. I was right. stabbed in the back. Like she always gets so <laughs> dramatic. Um, God, she is. That's. I'm. I'm curious to see if any of these friendships like leave this show because I can imagine Portia being like, I'm. I'm going back to Atlanta. Please don't call me. <laughs> like I don't want to talk to y'all. <laughs> Apparently, everybody except for Candace went to her wedding. To Portia's wedding. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice that it's not nice that Candace wasn't there, but it's nice that, you know, Heather and Whitney specifically were invited. I can imagine Marisol and Alexia being invited because they seem to all like each other, like her, yeah. Giselle, and yeah. the, you know, that foursome. But I would imagine Portia being like, okay, Whitney, them, I think Candace referred to them as those snow bunnies because they're in Utah. Those yes. snow bunnies um, were too damn much and all like that. So we go lead them there to talk about Black Eye Gate by themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Portia and Giselle eat Thai KFC for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It looked amazing. I it bet did it look is. good. Yeah. You couldn't pay me to eat American KFC, but they say in other countries it's amazing. So it I can't really get good. to another country. It is because I've had KFC in the Middle East and I've had KFC in oh. Pakistan. And in, in Pakistan, they have these things called Zinger burgers and they're oh. like fried chicken sandwiches. And I swear to God, oh. Kendrick, they're the fucking best. And I don't know Ooh. what it is about them, but there's like a coleslaw and like a special Zinger sauce. It's is it so like barbecuey, like tangy, like some kind of sauce like that? No, it's like a sweet and sour type situation. Ooh. Like a like I don't. It's like a sweet, spicy, zesty, like mayo sauce. That like that feels like uh, like a a chicken version of like a pulled pork. Set. You know, you have the meat, the mm, coleslaw, the coleslaw. sauce on yes. top. Yes. Oh, I would uh. okay. Yeah. I don't know what I agree. Say the America, but let's figure it out. Yeah. I well, I think it's because the chicken in America is. Probably not real chicken. <laughs> we've probably eaten an eagle or two at some point. Like we've had pigeon. All we don't know what's going in the it's food like, anymore. It's like it's like you know three D printed chicken. I don't know what it yes. is. Um, Leah goes into the confessional room and she's talking about some nonsense. How she wants equal power dynamics. And I was like. Do you know what show you're on? Like, I don't understand. Like, what did you think? I don't understand. Like, she's also watched previous seasons of Girls Trips, I'm sure, by this point. So I don't understand what she thought was going to happen when she came on this show. Like... Who knows? Who knows? I I can't understand. I never know what her mind is thinking about at all. Like, it's so weird. It's, It's weird. That's weird. And then, like... Uh, I understand like Candace's anxiety, but like it's weird to me too that like you know because you've talked to us before about like how bad your anxiety is sometimes, and it's weird to me that like you would <laughs> like if Karen was going okay, like that might make sense. Wendy, you know, like okay, that'll give you some comfort. I can't imagine you sitting there thinking like you know what, 
I'm going to be so comfortable around Giselle. She's not going to ask me any questions. She's yes. not going to confront my life and like all this kind of stuff. So it, it was a choice to, I'm glad she's there because she's, she's as stressed out as she is. She's giving me a lot of entertainment, but I just couldn't, ma- I, I probably would have made a different decision. Yeah. Had the circumstances been like that for me. Yeah. And also I just want to say like, Leah's like, oh, everybody's coming down on me about stuff, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, Leah, you were an asshole. You sat at dinner and you were an (laughs) asshole and you said that you were bored. You acted like Ramona. And then you called out Marisol for being an alcoholic. Like you did terrible things. And then people got mad at you about it. Pretty normal. Yes. Yes. Standard, standard reality TV shit. Like why, why are you acting brand new? Exactly. Um, the massages start and these ladies are under the impression that there's going to be happy endings. Candace cracks me up so bad. <laughs> she says in the confessional, is this a bathhouse? Are we at a brothel? <laughs> and then we get this porn hub edit of the massages. <laughs> yes. It's all good. But the, the best. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that. Thing that cracked. Oh, you about to say the best though. No, say your best first, and then if it's not mine, then I'll say. My favorite, my favorite, like cut of this Pornhub scene is like everybody's like moaning and ooing and eyeing, and then it gets to Giselle, who's like, Giselle, what is going on? Giselle and Portia during this scene are so funny because. I don't know. You know, we all sometimes we'll speak at a decibel that we don't mean to. Then we're like, oh, God. Portia was like laying there and she's like, I want to get naked. And she's like, I'm sorry. I don't know why I shouted that at you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God. I I live. She's like, I- I'm so sorry. I don't know why I shouted that. I live. I love them. Um, Heather afterwards um, speaks with Alexia and Marisol about giving an offering to the spirit house and we find out why Marisol might be get- getting cursed is because she takes these backsies with her booze offering and I was like well it's because you're an alcoholic right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah yeah post massages messy ass Giselle somehow convinces Heather Gay to call Jen Shaw at 12 a.m. Utah time. <laughs> what is... Talk about mess. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, see, I see this. Like, I see this this cut. And if I was Candace, I would look at... And look, I get it. A lot of the stuff that Giselle said and did with Chris was really fucked up. Mm-hmm. understandable but candace my love my beloved when you see giselle being this messy to the point where she convinces this woman to call a woman who has just pled guilty to <laughs> felony charges of fraud and is up for 30 years in fucking prison yes i i just want you to remember that the dedication is to the mess and not to your feel like Yes, Giselle is messy to a point where she's not worried about anybody's feelings. Like she just is producing television. That's That's it. That's That's all she's doing. So freaking. I love the fact that they tried to call her. She didn't answer, and Giselle was like, "Let's just give her a minute to call back." Yes, and Giselle's not even pretending. Giselle's like. Like Heather's calling her and Giselle's like getting into frame. She's like, oh, I look so cute. I look so nice. <laughs> like she's not even trying to like sneak up on Jen. She's not trying to like overhear a conversation. She's like, I want to talk to Jen Shaw, the criminal. Yes. 
<laughs> Same. I need to know what was going through that mind when you stole all that damn money. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a barbecue, but it's not really a barbecue because it's a you got to barbecue your own food barbecue. Um, how do you feel about this as a barbecue hoe yourself? You love a barbecue. I am. You, y'all, for those that are listening that don't know, I am from Memphis, Tennessee. So we know a thing or slew about barbecue. I, you know what? I have now done Korean barbecue twice in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Both times I did have my cousin cook the food because it stressed me a little bit, but the food was amazing when I ate it. So I was like, you know what? I wouldn't, I'd like to come to the barbecue, get my plate and leave too. So I get it, Candace. Like I, I, I feel you, but also like, if you just go ahead and make it for me on this little grill, then that's fine too. Just like, I, I don't want too much involvement myself. I'm okay with like being minimal involvement, vacation mode still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Candace whips out potentially the pointiest criangle we've ever seen. Hands down. (laughs) Yes. So this is when they talk about uh, the Portia, Monique, Candace stuff and how Portia defended Monique. And she said that thing about Candace's house, Candace trying to sue Monique to get a payment on not even just her house, her mama's house. Uh, which is an extra that's an extra dig from Monique now what I thought was interesting here was that what Candace was trying to get out of Portia was an apology Mm -hmm. but what Portia does is she says Giselle was defending you Mm -hmm. and Candace is like okay (laughs) this is not what the conversation (laughs) is the conversation is that you did something and this woman fucked up and this woman assaulted me and this woman was still able to have a platform on a nationally televised show through your mouth to say something about me and I never got a chance to come on and talk to you about it and I understand Giselle's point is like yeah but I did (laughs) I defended Candace from 7-Elevens across America to the chat room. So I don't understand what Candace is still mad about. But I think essentially if Candace was given an apology from Portia, she wouldn't have gotten into this whole thing about platforms and this and that. But Portia, Uh mm. (laughs) Portia is so good at not apologizing which yes. is like a, that's a cl- that's a solid real houses of atlanta thing like yeah they won't apologize. I she learned from nene leaks her big sister she absolutely yes. learned that from her it's uh it's beautiful so what were your <laughs> thoughts about this because you were talking about it a little bit earlier but yes, yes go on expand on that uh this scene as a whole i i understood everybody's point of view in a way well porsche i don't know but i understood most of the points of view because i get giselle being like, you didn't really need a platform. I was there. Like I was riding from you, you know, for you to the wheels fall off. Like I was there. It wasn't like really a show where you needed to, you know, write in to have your opinion. It's just that Monique and Portia were like the closest of friends. So like Monique, she took advantage. She was like, okay, well, I know you're doing this chat room. Here's what I want to tell you. And plus, actually, we don't even know if I'm sure she did, but Portia just messes. So maybe Portia just said all this stuff without Monique's blessing. Like, we don't know. But I'm sure Monique was like, I ain't mad about it if she did. So this whole thing, it, I get, I definitely understand where uh, Candace is coming from saying that, like, I would have loved to have had a platform too. But I also think that all of them didn't necessarily need the chat rooms platform platform to begin with because they all have Instagram. They all have the show. They all have the reunion, like all this stuff. 
they people magazine they were the daily mail like all this stuff if you want to say something you can easily say it so like i don't think you needed that platform that platform was just a you know it it wasn't wolf blitzer and anderson cooper arguing (laughs) about you know this martha's vineyard fight or whatever it was like it was literally two people on the show saying talking about reality tv so like it was i know it's your real life but like the implications that I think it had in Candace's mind, I don't think it registered that way to anyone else. And so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I get what you're saying, but I get your feelings too. So I, I get it. I get it, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I think Candace is always about like, you have to think about the person who was offended first and mm-hmm. understand their opinion first before you go defending why you did a thing. And yes. like- that's going to go into that bullying conversation later. But mm-hmm. first, they play a bunch of games, which is hilarious because Heather's like, I don't really know what to expect with the games. I don't really know what's going on. And just I was like, mm-hmm. you know who definitely does not know what's going on? Portia. <laughs> Portia has no idea what's going on for the games. No. So funny. This is like another version of Robin Dixon's uh, field day. <laughs> <laughs> It is because you know Giselle's used to it too. She's like, "Yes, don't worry about it. <laughs> production's gonna cover it. Don't worry about it." Right, exactly. <laughs> it's the cities versus poor Leah, um, which is Portia and Leah together. Mm-hmm. Um, elephant suits, volleyball is done. I mean, I'm like Candace. I don't do sports. I don't do balls <laughs> flying at my face. I don't do yes. it. Mm-mm. Not even. Um, but the tiny hands game. Where they're shoveling food into their mouth? That's the game I would be really good at. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Love that for me. I get to be greedy without you judging me. Absolutely. I'm in for it. <laughs> you don't even need to use the tiny hands. I'll just put my face into it. Like we don't right. <laughs> well, we, These hands are actually inconveniencing me. Can we get these out of the way, please? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, they do this fear factor, truth or dare. Um and I'm confused about why Leah doesn't want to answer the question about the legacy show, mm-hmm. but I'm also laughing about the fact that they thought that Leah would like Leah is a person that we should be asking anything about because she was on a show for two seasons. Like, right. what are you even doing here? What are you doing here, no. Ariana? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Why anybody's even asking her questions? No, no one. Of course, she ate the scorpion because she's probably like, I don't talk to anybody from Bravo. This is the most. This is the closest I've gotten back to being on a show. Please, right, right, <laughs> man. They should have. Portia could ask her a ton of questions. I wish she would have. I don't know. I wish she would have asked her something on behalf of Ebony K. Williams. Almost <laughs> just let's get really mad. Let's lean into the mess if we're gonna do it. I'm just saying. Let's do that. Exactly. Mm. Um, Whitney doesn't want to talk shit about Heather, so she eats a scorpion. But then Heather's like, go ahead, Whitney, be real, be real in the confessional. (laughs) And then it cuts to Heather not being real and eating a scorpion instead of telling anybody about the black eye. Child. Is there anybody in the world that you would eat a scorpion for? I mean, literally nobody I would do that for. I wonder, what do we, let me, hold on, I'm going to do a quick Google. What does scorpion taste like? I wonder if it's like a tough chicken or what? Honestly, I would give people my social security number. If they said that the alternative (laughs) was eating a scorpion, I'd be like, please take it. I don't care. Steal my identity. Fine by me. 
Right. Scorpions taste bitter and spicy. I don't know how I feel about that combination. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Not sure. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All yeah, right. I'm gonna stick to telling the truth. I think. <laughs> yeah, I would Farm just. Answer. I just. There's nothing. There's no instance for me where I would. I, honestly, anybody who's ever told me a secret, they'd be gone. Your secrets <laughs> right. would be out in the open. Because I would mm-hmm. never eat a scorpion for anybody. Yes. No, I'm good. Um, they do this. Uh, Giselle's hosting Mardi Gras night. Um, they all get mm-hmm. dressed up. Um, the Sprinter van in the Sprinter van. Portia and Giselle do some very stage shit talking about Candace. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I just felt it because I'm such a Candace fan, but to me it felt yes. so staged. <laughs> I'm sure like, they talked about it beforehand. <laughs> yeah, Giselle's like, you know, she told me, like, this is why people don't come out about sexual assault. And Portia's like, oh, What? <laughs> She did? That's so sad. Why would she say that? I'm like, wow, Days of Our Wives is working hard. Yes. And I love that, like, her reaction is what, like, amps Marisol and Alexia up to. Because they're like, oh, my God, really? (laughs) They're like the viewers of a corny soap opera. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, they... (laughs) I was like okay I get it you guys plotted to talk about this like come Mm -hmm. on try a little bit harder but also don't (laughs) Uh, they have this dinner it gets Mm -hmm. rained on so then they second line their way into the inside and then play one of the best things Giselle's ever done the reasonable or shady game Mm -hmm. and to me it felt like a pretty fun subdued night but they do talk about, like, if you call somebody a bully, is that shady or is that reasonable? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I think Candace is right to say, if you're the person who feels bullied, it's okay to say, you are being a bully to me right now because you're hurting yes. my feelings. Yes, And yes. then it's to, like, <laughs> Portia literally screaming in Leah's face being like, oh, well, here you go being the victim. Look at you being the victim. And I'm like, well, Portia, you're not wrong. But also, right. that's like, nuance, nuance, yeah, <laughs> none, zero, yes, not one. Um, <laughs> and then again, they get back into the Mormon roles and the church and all this stuff. Mm. And like, it it kind of pans out, and like Whitney and Heather are fighting, and like Candace is literally melting onto the couch. Yes. She does not care. Nobody cares. Nobody can remember the importance of why these roles matter. What is this list? Who, where am I signing out from? Uh-huh. Nobody cares about the Mormon church. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no. And then, Whit- and then Whitney at the end of the night really thinks she did something because she goes into the confessional and she's like, I'll tell you guys the three lies about Heather. The masks Girl. are off. There's no more masks. She knows where she got a black eye. She was Girl. never friends with Lisa Barlow. And she didn't leave the church. I'm like, okay, none, what, we, 
this is not new information. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, if you want to impress me, tell me that, uh, like, okay, r- rumor number one, she started a rumor that Mary Cosby was a cult leader. That's where all that came from. Like, that, I'd be shocked. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was that. Okay. Yeah. Tell me, like, well, she told me she never believed Jen. She always thought that she was scamming people from the get-go. Like, tell me something like that. I, yeah. Whitney, I'm so unimpressed by you. I, I don't know what to do. Yes. Give me Heather's social security number. Give me something actually useful, Whitney. Because otherwise, I'm like, whatever. Mm -mm. I'm... I love that we got this reasonably and shady... Reasonable or shady game because when I think back to, like, recent years of Housewives, two episodes always stick out to me when I consider, like, a go-to rewatch. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking just, like, recent stuff. Like, all time, you know, obviously we have a lot. But when I think recent years, I think that episode of Potomac, because I think from start to finish, that episode is one of the funniest and just so good. We have a whole, like party in an act of construction like it is it is amazing the whole episode and that's when i knew like giselle is in on the joke like she knows what is going on that episode and this is so random but since we talked about atlanta earlier the episode of real Swords of atlanta from this past season where brooklyn had her third birthday party Yes. I mean, chef's kid, candy sucks dick in locker rooms. Like, what an episode. Like, oh my God. That random white lady that got so mad was like, yes. this is inappropriate. So um, the reasonable or shady episode of Potomac is also one of my favorites because I have that scene of like Candace parking her car with like her crazy feather shoes. Yes. And she's kind of making her little way down that crazy driveway. And she's like, where, where am I? And then there's like the cut of like from Karen's point of view after she got vaccinated yes. and everything is a blur. Oh my God. And she then- asked something. She when she got there because she saw like the little setup and she saw the tent and she was like, What did she say? Uh, are they doing boosters? She said something like she are they said, doing Are we getting COVID today? tested or something? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then and one of my all-time favorite Candace moments is when <laughs> Is Mia's like, I thought we would be at something that wasn't low budget. And Candace yes. says, your mama's low budget, watch your mouth. Yes. It's so good. It's that so episode, good. My God. It's just per- perfection. <laughs> perfection. You don't get many Housewives episodes that are just that perfect from start to finish. Like, bravo. Bravo. Yes, exactly. Um, How many more episodes of Rugged are we getting? <laughs> I think... So we have four total. I think they're usually... Eight, seven or eight total. I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll probably get eight this episode. This was the, what, day four? So we might, they might condense it. We might just get seven total. So we might just be in for three more episodes after this All one. right. All yeah. right. Well, oh. I mean, I'm going to miss them when they're gone. Right. I want and them then, now. <laughs> and then how long do I get? have to wait for apparently the most <laughs> shocking one in Morocco that was filmed? Jeez. Right. I want Oof. it now, but I doubt I get it. I, I feel like sometimes with these uh, Ultimate Girl strips, it's like waiting on your favorite HBO show to come back. It's like, God, this finale in 2020, and they're like, season two coming 2025. It's like, why? Like, why do you need that long to make this show? Yes. Also, I feel like after Ultimate Girl Trip is finished, I guess we'll get Atlanta by then. But yeah. we only have Ultimate Girl Trip and New Jersey right now. How sad. 
How sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and now I have now I have queens of R and B. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I, I will be watching. Text that. me all of your thoughts while you're watching it because <laughs> I will actively stop the work that I'm doing for my you know job and I will text you back about them because I. I cannot shut up about this show. Like I am deep, deep into it. So yes, I need your thoughts. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh God, you really sold it to me, man. I, <laughs> I, I feel like it's all I'm going to think about today. Um, yes. Well, Kendrick, um, can you tell everybody what you got going on and where they can find it and all of that good stuff? Of course. So I am Kendrick Tucker. I host Reality and Comics 2. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, all of the places. You can follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Come for the podcast, but stay for the memes. It's a good time over there, okay? Come listen to the podcast, download some episodes. Just, you know, just, just get into it, okay? Oh, so good. Um, before we wrap up, I do want to tell you that I did finish The Last of Us. So if you have not finished it, okay, spoiler alert, just stop the episode. Okay, stop it. You yes. listened this much. You already got some ads. Bye. Okay. Yes. Um, I cried so much. So much crying. Yes. yes, so much. Now my question to you is, do you think that Joel should have uh, – left her there to be operated on or do you think that it's a good idea that he saved her so i'm of i'm of two beliefs okay number one i'm of the belief that pedro pascal is never wrong so Mm. i support him in everything he does yes number two i'm the person that you know most people refer to as i'm a, a very practical in my my thinking and wishes and stuff like i'm the person like don't give me chocolates and flowers give me like a gas card or, or like yes. a you know give me something i can practically use so like if it was me i mean i would have been very sad but i'm also like y'all need me to help you strap her down or like what, what's going on like are we gonna kill we in this pandemic soon like what's happening so yeah i i get it but I don't get it, you know. So I, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the tough decisions up to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was of the, the train of thought that uh, of the school of thought that he should have told her. Before yes, he okay, went, I do agree with that. Before he went on a fucking killing spree, yes, he should have been like, "Wake her up, mm-hmm. let's talk, let yep. me see what she thinks, what does she want." Because now what he's doing is fully transferring his feelings about his daughter onto this child that is not his daughter. Yeah. The moment he said, I think it was episode, the penultimate episode, when he called her baby girl, I was like, uh-oh. I know. Uh-oh. Also, <laughs> it, it, but it's all also, downhill from here. Yeah. Also, that made me cry so hard. I was like, yes. he's got you, baby girl. Yeah. And we needed some tears after that creepy reverend. Exactly. Yeah. We needed that. Cannibal reverend. Good God. Like, what? <laughs> I was not expecting that plot twist in that. I was no. like, eating people. <laughs> weirdo but okay (laughs) (laughs) well kendrick this has been a delight um (laughs) um i'm also recapping succession for the podcast so i don't know if you're fully caught up and if you're watching the new season yet 
I'm gonna get caught. I'm like I have. I'm I'm on a. I'm gonna get them back on my journey. I'm gonna get caught up before the end of the season. I'm determined. I, okay. When they announced that this is the last season, I was like, oh, I'm I'm a lot less motivated now. But like I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. people have been beating me up. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, they're just trash white people. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's like really really. It's like business Real Housewives. Yes. You know that's what it mm-hmm. is. Um, so I would love to have you back once you get caught up to come and talk to me, my brother, about succession because that's what we're doing. Um, but everybody else, I will be back later next week to talk about all the things that I talk about. And in the words of Kendrick, I'll see ya. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 